Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello dog lovers and welcome to Dogs With Jobs. I'm Kate Fairweather, great to have you with me and I have a massive treat for you this month. There are many reasons to be excited about meeting my guest today. He's Italian, he's called Giggly and he has a very unusual job. He hunts truffles, those elusive, expensive, underground fungi that is an acquired taste, but if you like it, you tend to love it, and I know I do. Uh, It's secondly exciting because we've tried to get together to record for about 18 months, if not longer, and fate just kept getting in the way, either in the form of COVID or one of us having to isolate, and of course the seasonality, because uh, truffle hunting is something you can only do at certain times of year, and uh, we're recording in March, and uh, we're just at the end of the truffle season really, as it starts kind of getting more spring-like. Thirdly, his provenance is unusual. He's an ancient Italian breed, hailing from the Po Valley or Po Basin, which is an area of northern Italy, which back in the 16th century was wetlands. So strictly speaking, he's actually a water dog. And uh, they were originally used to drive waterfowl and hunt in wetlands. But for the past couple of hundred years, this particular breed has been much more associated with hunting truffles in Italy. It's, it's the traditional breed for hunting truffles in Italy. And so they're rare outside Italy and you see very few of them in the UK. Giggly's the first one that I've ever met. And uh, I'm going to put some pictures up on the web page so that you can see his very unusual looks. Um, dark brown curly hair with quite magnificent facial furnishings and the most astonishing pale eyebrows as a contrast. Really gorgeous. Um, not dissimilar um, from a Portuguese or a Spanish water dog or indeed a poodle in terms of the tight curl coat. And of course, those are also water dogs. So, you know, there's a familiarity there. But um, but he definitely looks quite different from the Spanish and Portuguese water dogs that I know. There's also a mysterious quality about truffles. They grow underground, you can't see them. They're difficult, if not impossible, to cultivate, as you'll hear from my interviewee, Tom Lywood, who advises landowners on how to manage their land to optimise the chance of truffles thriving. So Tom is hunting truffles the Italian way. He's extremely knowledgeable and something that I found very appealing was he has a slightly romantic cast of mind that rather suits the mysterious world of this underground delicacy. It really felt as though we were on a quest. So let's go. Right, so I'm going to start recording now um, and look at you two. You are just beautiful and incredibly snuffly. So, uh, (laughs) possibly the most snuffly dogs I've ever, ever come across. Hey, you two. So, we're in an undisclosed location because, uh, because it's truffles. And I'm just waiting for Tom. There we are. Hello, you. Tobacco, tobacco, you better. Tobacco is my, is my main dog. My working dog currently. Right. I'm going to put him in. He's going to actually be furious. I'm going to put a nice tree with this fine. He's going to go in here and just wait and probably make a terrible screaming, howling. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, and Giggly's coming hunting. He's coming hunting. So, 
I suppose it's also part of me that I like a bit of a challenge. They are both utterly unlike anything that I've seen. Yeah, they are. They are, they are different. That Tell me about the breed, then. Well, I, I, I think um, the dog world is terrifying. It's, I always sort of, it's worse than the pony club sort of 30 years ago on still. So I'm be careful what I say, because whatever I say will be sort of shot down and wrong. But for me, I came to the breed by accident. You don't need a dog of this breed to dig truffle. Right. It's complete nonsense. These are just walk, uh, sort of water dogs, working dogs. If I was shooting duck or something, <coughs> which I, I don't shoot, they'd be perfect dogs. But so give me the breed name. It's a nice one to sing. La Gotta Romanola. La Gotta Romanola. La Gotta so Romanola. That's sounding extremely. La Gotta <laughs> Romanola. And, and, and what the dog world will hate is, to me, I like the story of the original mongrel. Yeah. I'm told in Spain they're all over the streets, yeah. homeless. Whereas in Italy, yeah, you're, you're, you have to take your bank manager along with you to buy one. <laughs> so, so, um, so is they, it, they, they, is they, it they, a they, hound that's bred specially for this purpose? No, then? no. They say they are, but, but it's nonsense. Um, but there are genet genetic lines now that um, I don't know exactly when they started hunting the truffle with them, but I suspect they come from an area outside Bologna, which was very much water. There's a bit of it left, and it, it's now some of the best farmland in the world, so, so I understand. So that, that was very much a, a sort of water environment. And in my mind, I have a romantic picture, which is probably not correct, and even the Italians will probably want to shoot me down. But I, lo I love the idea that they were almost tribal people living in sort of, I suppose, great reed houses off the ground on stilts. Because of the water. Because of the water. And they always say they have romantic pictures of these dogs, you know, going out with a sort of the gentry shooting. But they, I don't think they would have had them for that. I expect they were driving them, the, the wildfowl, the geese and the ducks, into nets. But Tom, because because that's how you would catch a lot of. That makes sense. Yeah, it so, much so more let's sense describe than, him because yeah. for for anyone who can't see him, obviously, he's very tight curled, a bit yeah. like. A Spanish water dog, or he is a those sort. He is a Spanish water dog. Is that broadly the kind of? He is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the coat is very, very good in the water. Yes, and Backer's got a very good coat up at the house. Right. And and, and Giggly's a year old, and he's he, his coat's looking good. Yeah, it is. He's beautiful. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm accustomed to seeing cockapoos around and those right. sorts of bees, and from a distance, you know, the close curl. But when you get up close, he's got a completely different head. And his coat, you can see, is... Well, he's like yeah. a sheep. And, 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 yeah. and, and the sort of lambs will chase them in, in the field, thinking he's a sheep. Yes. And, and what's interesting, so today I thought we were going we to have a dog that has never dug truffle. He's a year old, and, 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 and for various reasons, we've had a very unusual year. And a lot of my work, I'm, I'm, I can't really afford to have a sort of dog running crazily around. And can I call you a professional truffle hunter? Well, yes, I suppose you can, but... So my work is curious in the sense that I carry out surveys for landowners and also people who are prospecting truffle and they, they've approached the landowner and then I advise on, on how to um, improve the situation naturally or we might be planting new trees that are infected with truffle and we're yeah. trying to do as much as we can within the landscape in a, in a natural way, choosing the best sites and helping what's already there. But I also take people out hunting on their land. They organize, a, they invite people and we go hunting. Yeah. And we, it's a great way of entertaining you know, and it's funny, a, isn't lot, it? a lot of people. Because when you say we go hunting, 
everyone I'm sure thinks in their heads that that means getting on a horse and hunting yes, well, but actually I, you're I've talking always, truffle hunting I, I, aren't I, I, you? I, I've always feel that we're all hunting so Kate yeah. you're hunting. Yes I am and I'm I, hunting a story I, with you. And you're not going to catch me but you're hunting. <laughs> yes. You see that's it and we are all. You throw a tennis ball for your dog your dog is hunting. We are all hunting yeah. the, the shepherd's hunting we're all looking for something and we've chosen the environment to be in so I suppose for me um, I started losing complete interest when I was a teenager I wanted to kill everything but now I don't want to kill anything yeah. but my last dog was a, a, a lurcher and I love lurchers but I got so I love the hair so much that I, I it was impossible marriage yes so these are my closest my closest way of having an excuse to be out in the countryside to be doing something and I pretend we're hunting a bear <laughs> and, 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 and and I hardly use the dogs. If I'm doing a survey, the last thing I use is the dog. Yeah. We hunt tiny little areas. You can't trawl through the English countryside. So yeah. so I, I sort of I sort of build it up to be something it's not. But what's interesting for this dog? So 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 um, just because of various scenarios with the, with the way it's gone this season, he, I would normally have plenty of opportunity to, to harvest and hunt him, and he, and he hasn't done. So so he stayed a little bit behind where you would and, expect and, and, him to and be. And what is interesting? They're all different. So he became nicely wild so you can start them off at three months old you can do loads of truffle and then yeah. discover game and that's becoming more interesting so he hasn't really discovered truffle he's discovered game right and, and, and which so isn't I, where you wanted him to go no no but i but career wise but but but, but, but but what you what i've learned with these dogs if, if you try and hold them back like a labrador or a spaniel yeah you, you you damage for me you damage the dog and the truffle so you keep them so you keep them a bit wild we would looking at a wood that we know had truffle and I was doing it for, for, for the client and they had a young dog of this breed yeah but it was bred in England and it, it's a sort of the same breed but yeah. probably slightly it's the same breed anyway it, you could see the dog was glad to see my dogs because they're so you came and arrived these are so different yeah and a bit like a lurcher lurchers like being with lurchers yeah these dogs like being they're like sheep with these dogs so this puppy almost recognized us so it was glad to wow. come out and it wasn't because familiar it was, face yes and it, it was recognized us you could see that so my my project was to not overpower the puppy which was so young so uh, so i I put him on a rate because I, I, I was also in a situation where I had to be professional. So I was with somebody um, that would have been very annoyed if my dog had just torn off in their woods yeah. and chased anything. Yeah. And I knew that he was at. So we, we, I put him on a long rope. Never done it before. It's the first time ever he's been on a lead like this, which you can see. So this is the, and it's I, just a simple slip knot, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it is because this is the first time because I didn't want <laughs> to stop him pulling. Yeah. I wanted to keep him sort of badly behaved, if that makes sense. So yes. I had him on a long rope. And of course, he was running around wanting to think, God, this is, I'm in the wood, there must be some deer, hair or something. And after about 20 minutes of walking around, he suddenly changed. And because the other dog, Tobacco, was in the car, he suddenly realised he had the responsibility. And he, he dug one, he dug two, he dug three. Then the puppy was looking and he dug four, he dug five. I, I went to swap and the puppy was coming up every time because he, you know, he's gentle and the puppy's gentle and tiny. And then I went to swap dogs and the puppy dug his first truffle on its own. Oh, now, wow. Now, that, and, and that's because... And that was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. And, and that was because that dog had never seen... And that's because um, it's, they want a job. Mm. It's not because they're born with truffle. It's because they want a job. And also, they've suddenly seen their friends arrive. Yeah. And they're thinking, this is what Lead I can do. Lead by example. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so he has had his... So I was hoping today that we never would have had any luck with him. But truffle yeah. we're digging. 
It's called the Tuba Borchi. And right. it's been something I've been working with. And this this field is, is somewhere that you would never plant trees, but because for truffle, because it's the only site I have. Yeah. I mess around experimenting. Right. So so they aren't for a dog that's always hunted the native Uncinatum mastivum. They're a curiosity. You have to, even with tobacco, I'd have to give him a couple of minutes. And how old is tobacco? He's three. Three. Oh, so he's still quite young. Very me. young. So, so I depended on a dog called Valentino, who, who arrived here. So my wife said he was the only gentleman, always yeah. the only gentleman in our family. Yeah. And he was brilliant. And, and he would literally, you could, you could be hunting in a wood, he'd have a couple of hundred you know, birds in front of him, and he would just naturally pull back. And so he made me look very professional. Yeah. Most of these dogs are hunting dogs. They want right. they want to chase everything. So you you're trying to persuade. So them you're to persuading them to do something slightly different. You're still yeah. getting the hunting instincts. Yeah. But you're persuading them to do something. And then a little even more a step a step useful. further that the Valentino did. So a lot of the sites we now have and reigniting the truffle in England were due to Valentino because he had this great ability to he would be here and he would go off for a long way just looking, mm. and, and and he would ignore the game. So, mostly in Europe, if you're hunting, you're going to a, a site that's signposted and you know it's where you have your license and you can go hunting. Right. But for me, I'm going out to a place we could have massive areas and you're looking for a needle in a haystack. Mm. Once you've found them, that's different. But you've got and to it's find not them. like you've got any signal that they no, might and, be there. And as you've got to have a Europe. dog that's going to keep hunting. They say in Italy you have a couple of hours. So you've got to have a dog that's going to, you know, you can, you've got to handle it really carefully. Mm. And so once Valentina moved on to the heavens, I wasn't sure whether tobacco was going to do it. But suddenly he's almost like he's changed his shoes, put a jacket on and he's... Do you think that's because Valentino's not there and he's yeah, stepping yeah, up? Yeah, he stepped, he stepped up and it's quite incredible. You know, we were out the other day on the downs. You get to the top of the downs, you get the wind blowing and you're in a wood on top. And it's the most exciting place for any dog. A hare gets up and he looked at me and he left it. And that, no, he wouldn't have done that a couple nice. of years ago. He would have yeah. been off. A deer got up, he, he ran and 50 stopped came back came back and then we found the truffle Good so, boy. So, so, so that's what I like and, yeah. and, and so that's very exciting to see how they how they sort of handle it between themselves yes and they want a job they want yes. to so don't I'm not hopeful at all today because uh, the ground's frozen yep and and Giggly um, doesn't really know this truffle but and Giggly is just under a year he, he, he's a year old, mm-hmm. but I think in a funny sort of way to make it a, make it to make me talk, I want a bit of a challenge. Otherwise, there's nothing yeah. to say. I don't <laughs> want to come down here and dig you a tube of borchi because we we, we, we <coughs> with tobacco. You find that very easy. Yeah. And was Valentino your first of this particular he, breed? He, no, I had a dog. How, a bit how did you him, How but, did you come across the breed? And tell me how you got into hunting truffle with okay, dogs. Okay, so, in so the I, I suppose I. I um, it's a long time ago now. I, I wanted to. Uh, well, I, I, it's what I've always done as a child. I've always been out from when I was sort of 14 or 15 or 13, even younger. And I've just sort of. Uh, how, how do you continue that when you don't want to kill something? Yeah. <laughs> and the world's. You know, and it, and it, it's, if I was in the middle of nowhere, I had to survive. I'd be happy. But, but we're not. We're, England is suburban. And um, we're struggling now to keep things alive. And you also want to contribute as much as you can. And the good thing about truffle is you are you feel in your small way, way that you're contributing because you're you're at the moment you you're involved at a great sort of axis of change where the landowner is really stepping up to the mark. And to be involved in that, 
it's very exciting that we've had dark, damp woods, for, 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 you know, for, for, for many, many years, and people are, are making the change. Mm. And the truffle was a very way, a sort of naughty way that I could make that change sort of 15 years ago, mm. and now it's very much sort of there and people are wanting to do it. Where you're thinning out woods, you're getting light in, because you're, 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 you're creating environments where we'd all like to be. The truffle is like us. It's a human, it's not a human, it's, it's a breathing animal. Mm -hmm. And it wants to be, so, so when we're out and about, my main thing is to christen the person I'm taking out on the land they're looking after. So they become the hunter. They become knowledgeable about the truffle there. And, and this tends to be the landowner. Just, just, just to explain. Okay, well, it's not you are the helping you're, 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 landowners uh, yes. or look, assess how suitable their land might be for the cultivation of truffle. Well, it, it varies. It varies mm. enormously. Some uh, now we're we're in a state where it is a possible um, crop, but it, it varies. There's a lot of people who are who are involved in it conservation there are a lot of people you know it's a pleasurable thing to be involved in it goes across the board there are people doing it for the environment or where they the land they have it's also one of the major things is the soil you know our soil is not in a great place everything about the truffle is underground mm. so you're talking about a world you know below and I've learned so much just from having to mark out planting sites because I spent all my time digging holes and looking mm. at soil and across the field it just changes the whole time mm. <clears throat> and it's amazing also how many people who have land don't even you know some people do but they're getting some people don't know so it's it's a sort of um and, and and now there are some people who you know who are quite visionary and they're deciding well look we're, we're harvesting this field but let's let's plant a trees you know throughout the field so but we're leaving enough space so that, so that then a combine harvester can turn around and mm. come back up and those trees will have the mycelium so it's just one of the mycelium but it creates a sort of environment what's which, mycelium so the mycelium is essentially it's a network that the truffle will fruit from okay and it, and it works in symbiotically with, with, with the tree and i and i do i've always had this sort of rosy tinted image whereby we'll be planting We'll be planting trees in strips, mm. and then between those strips, we'll, we'll be growing vegetables, and we'll be, you know, people will have yeah. work to do, and we'll create whole villages around it, and, and societies where there are structures, and you know, different people do different things. Some people have a job that they want to, some people don't. But I, I think it's a. So you're seeing it as part of a bigger whole. Oh yes, the, the truffle is, is for me is a good excuse. I do a good job for people, but it's a great excuse to see. How, how, how we can sort of participate in a great change in the landscape yeah. and, and, and I think that's exciting. I don't think the government's ever going to step up to the mark and do it. it, it it's going to be up to the individuals to do it. And it, it, it's, so every, what you do realise is every place you go to in England is like a different country. It, it, and every bit of land you come to. So we were somewhere the other day and I just went to mark out for planting and advise and I realised I'd never been somewhere and not dug a truffle for quite a few years, but he had no trees. Yeah. And then, and then suddenly, <coughs> there, and suddenly we looked. We saw one tree in the middle of this field, and we, and luckily, tobacco dug a truffle. And then we, then we, so, we had that. So, 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 so it's, how often does bringing it back to the dogs? 
how often does tobacco manage to dig a truffle when you're out with him? And are you going to places where you know there are likely to be okay, truffles? Okay, well, so, so it varies. So sometimes you're going back to places where you're where you're you're working on a, a site. So you've marked it out, mm. and it's about to be thinned out, mm. and uh, you're you're returning just on that basis. They want you to come back and check that that's what they're going to do. And so I was doing that yesterday. So we're going to hunt this area here now. Okay. I expect him just to push off and tear around and not be interested mm -hmm. but I'm going to have to do a lot of work to see if I can persuade him to okay. uh, and, and it might not work but so you're it, taking him the slip lead off yeah. liberated as nose goes straight down good lad good lad no he's, we're not we're not there yet <coughs> good lad good boy good boy good boy no, good lad good lad go on go on go on go on go on go on, go on. Yeah. look at that no way that tube of water. <gasps> <laughs> well that's that's extraordinary and that's partly because I've, he, <gasps> he's doing it for you and he's come oh down. Oh my goodness he's come, me. He's come down. He's come down literally. This oh is my goodness also, me. Can I see no, no, it? No, no, that's, so a, that's, nice, like that's a... a nice size. Now this truffle that you mm -hmm. were bought, she, this is, this is rare in England. Yeah. You smell that. This, 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 oh, this truffle. Oh, it's got that really, it's called the poor really man's white truffle. Yeah, smell. yeah, yeah. But this truffle um, has dodged the drought. And it's going to, this is going Why? to be, so this tree is done as an experiment. And I think this is going to be a great tree for the UK. But, but this, this is a trial site. Right. So you, on your um, sort of land here, yeah, is, are planting particular trees to see how yeah, well yeah, yeah, they... Yeah. And, 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 and I've got to say that... that, that, that um, oh, well that, done. That if I was coming here to do a I've survey... I've got to take a quick photo of that. I, I was advised the landowner not to plant here because this is the wrong, the wrong site for truffle. But I've got no other options. Yes. So, so, yes. so, what so it's I a do test is, bed for you. It's a test bed for me. If I can produce something here, then I can make it work somewhere else. And, and good luck, good luck. I can't good believe luck. it. Good luck, yeah. Now, now Kate, um, Did you have a good idea I, that no, it would I, be I, there? I had no idea. I had no idea. But <laughs> because I don't the want ground to dig any, was completely I don't want to unlocked. dig any more, actually. Okay. Because i tell you why. Because um, this is an example. So um, a local farmer yeah. is coming in a couple of weeks. And I will be showing him these trees. And I, I'd love to find one more. But I don't, <laughs> want, to, I don't want to do... That's a, that's a miracle. I thought the ground was going to be frozen. Good that lad. That is amazing. I might actually stop at that if that's you, all right. No, absolutely. Can I do that? Stop. that yes. Was, we're a bit yes, lucky because that's like a hole in one, isn't it? <laughs> now, the other situation with dogs is... You, you never want to bore them. No. And, and uh, I always like to stop on a high note. <laughs> but that was amazing because yeah. you let him off. Well, we're lucky the his ground's not so frozen down here. Yeah, yeah, but his nose went straight see, down. If I had tobacco, yeah. Giggly would be off you know, looking to chase a badger. So what does that mean when you're working them both then? Well, it, because it, it, it means sounds that, as though it, it means that they the, want it, to impress you, well, don't they? Well, it means they? That there's, a, there's a time. No, there's a time. And it's just that time when... So he was up on the downs. I was with a client, and I've never had this happen before. It was, and I let him off, thinking it was all okay with tobacco to follow tobacco in the wood. A deer got up, and we lost him. Yeah. So that is a terrible, terrible PR for me. Yes. But I, I realised that I was at that crucial stage where I had to really interact with him, and the season's about to end, so I can do some training. Yeah. But he got to that stage. He needs a job. He yes. needs responsibility. Yeah. On his own. Yes. And that's what he just came. So he yeah. came down with us with no tobacco and he stepped up to the mark. And then eventually I'll work them together, but not... But every so dog for is the moment, every dog you're going to swap them over. Yes. But essentially, but from you, what I could see just then, but you've got to really he wants to impress you, doesn't he? And he knows. No, no, I've... Do you think well, that's well, what it is? Well, what, what do you I, think it is, well, driving I might him? be wrong, but for years of doing surveys, 
sitting in a vehicle, driving around with people, trying to get a Hawkeye view of where we are. Yeah. You, you see, you're, you're getting a relationship. It was always Valentino and the person I was sitting beside, and yeah. I was the middle man, the middle yeah. person. And you start at one o'clock, maybe, and you'd, by about, by about three o'clock, they're thinking, what a waste of time this person is. Because we drive around, and then suddenly the perfume's good, and you suddenly you you find your spot, and and it, and and you and they get so excited when Valentino digs like. But it, I, but it, I but, felt like that was yeah, amazing just yeah, watching that. But that's the mycelium, and and, so, and it's a relationship, and and so she, he was doing it for you as yeah. much in your camera. Yeah. So they, the dogs like a job. They're, they're on the stage, and, and 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 if I had, if I, if I'm brave enough, but it's hard because I have to sort of professionally stand up for Mark but if I turned up with him to, to a client on his own yeah that's where I'm at now you see yeah and he's got to learn to do it but but um yeah. and tell me <laughs> so <was> thinking <laughs> about scent yeah. yeah are there some conditions where you know it, does the scent change in the way it does for um hounds that are tracking you know a, a laid trail or whatever does the scent of the truffle call in the same way in all weather because you were worried because it's been minus seven last night. Well, I was worried that the ground would, was too hard to dig. But, okay, but, so but, it was about the hardness of... It yeah, was about no, the difficulty of digging, not the scent. Yeah, the, the, the perfume is probably good this morning. But, but Why? Well, I haven't a clue. I'm not... I'm, I'm, my wife is very factual about everything, but I'm not. <laughs> I just know that well, the perfume, in a very black and white way, is really good first light. Right. And it's also really good as the day wanes. I Which is, why. of course, exactly the time of day. Those kind of uh, those moments are when a dog's instincts come out, aren't they, for hunting? Anyway, I remember. I remember saying to somebody, he said, "Well, it's the same as when we're hunting. You know, by by three or four o'clock, the, the scent's better." Yeah. So they probably know about it in a much more in-depth way. When it's crepuscular, when, if that's the word, where the light is shifting, twilight and daylight yes a white dog is often useful he's got a white bottom giggly that's about it right i won't see him at night but, but, but whereas with I, I, I'm tobacco tobacco is like a pale color so is that does that make him better for evening or night hunting should no. you do it i suppose so i suppose if you're in italy you're out and you're hunting the white truffle you don't anybody know where where you're going so you might go out in the moonlight and a white dog is it's helpful the, the, the magnatum pico, which is, will, it probably will grow here, but it's not yet. It, um, What's it, that? Well, this this one we dug is the tuba borci. It's it's a poor man's white truffle. It's very good. Yes. It's very good. It's a nice one to eat. Yes. It doesn't travel quite so well. You want to eat it more at home. Yeah. But the magnatum pico is the king. Is that the black truffle? No, it's it's the oh. white, but it's the it's a truffle which, which which is great because they haven't been able to they haven't been able to uh, work out how to get the mycelium onto the the roots of young trees so they haven't been able to propagate it which is right. been exciting in a way but the french the french just have managed to do that so it remains oh, okay so so but not, but not but not to an extent where it's all done and dusted the nice yeah. thing about truffle is we're we're learning the whole time and it's the bit that i find exciting is the poems i was writing 15 years ago yeah I like to think are always a step ahead of the, of the, the laboratories when they're coming up. I used to write about the, the mating truffle and things, and they're now saying very much, they have done the last couple of years, that 
some of the reasons that maybe plantations don't work is they've infected the roots of the trees. Yes. With just a male or a female duffel. They now realise that it's very important you have you have this sort of mix of the male and the female, but it's very hard to know which is male and which is female. Do you know what I keep thinking? I mean, because there's something be, yeah. there's something mystical, isn't there, about all this? Because when I use the word cultivation, or yeah. use words the word, words like propagation, yeah, we, we, it's quite. I mean, but that's only getting slightly. I mean, that is nowhere near farming or systematic no, no, cultivation because no. you could never get that far. No, could I, you? I, I hope. I think the nice thing about truffle is it's not quite like a vine. Too difficult. You, the, the, the vines, the, the truffle, you don't really know. So you're, you know, we can. I'm good at choosing sites, and and I think we get to 80, 85 percent of the way there. But they're still delicate beasts, and you have to. You're always working ahead of time. You're always working four or five years ahead of time with a planting because they are so much dependent on their environment. Yes. It changes, the woodland changes. Tell me, Tom, in the wild... I could, I could. Is it a little bit like, is it a little bit like um, mistletoe? Which is... Uh, Which depends on being eaten by birds in order to spread. Oh, it is, well, it is, yes. Yes. It's 100% like that. 100%. Oh, we're coming back and letting tobacco yeah. out now. It's going to be quite, <laughs> yeah. quite crazy. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. You did give him a bit of a treat, though, when yeah, you well, left him in there. Treat, yeah. Yeah. Um, They're take, very playful and gorgeous with each other. Well, they are. Take, do you want me to quickly prepare this for you? Oh, Tom, seriously? I, yeah. I would love that. No, I won't be a second. I've never tried yeah, it. No, I won't be a second. Um, okay. Hello, you. Yeah, they're quite, they're quite wild, aren't they? You do your thing. I can understand. It's funny as well, because um, Giggly is the chocolate brown one. And, um, <laughs> oh, aren't you gorgeous, you two? Tobacco, rather weirdly, is the pale one. And you are beautiful. So I hope you enjoyed that. I confess to being absolutely charmed by Giggly and Tom as well. Genuinely thrilled when he dug a truffle and positively ecstatic to be eating a freshly dug truffle for Elevenses with a couple of truffle hounds. Really quite blissful. Uh, I will put photos on the website at shineradio.uk forward slash dogswithjobs so you can see he's very unusual looking and unlike anything else that I've interviewed or had on the show anyway. Now, next month will obviously be completely different. Um, we will probably be meeting an emotional support dog who works with the police. So that's a bit of a blue light fiesta when you think that we had Mabel, the fire service emotional support dog, in February. Is it a trend? I think it may be. Because certainly in the UK, we have something of a mental health crisis at the moment. And I don't know if it's the same where you live, but the use of dogs to help support human mental health is definitely on the rise. And so it seems completely logical that the emergency services should be starting to use emotional support dogs in a structured way um, and in a way that looks after the welfare of the dogs uh, very much as a paramount consideration. If you're enjoying the podcast, please do leave a review and spread the word. And if you have suggestions for dogs to come on the show, please put them in the review or email me at team at shineradio.uk. I love to meet and hear about all working dogs. Have a great month. Dogs with Jobs, presented by Kate Fairweather and produced with John Wellsman.
was the rival to the VHS video format. Which author predicted the Apollo moon landing? Who became the youngest winner of the Wimbledon men's singles title? Petersfield's Shine Radio with Ian Crossman. I have quiz questions on all sorts of topics for you to test your general knowledge and see if you can score the magical five out of five. The Brighter Minds Quiz is proudly supported by Church's College. Every Saturday and Sunday night from nine. Petersfield's Shine Radio.